0: welcome to Manager Tools. The Effective Manager Value Chain, Fixing Deliverables, Part 2. Here we go. Today's cast answers these questions. How can I help directs keep on track on projects? How can I make sure work gets done on time? How can I make work and tasks reportable? If you want to answer these questions, keep listening. The Effective Manager Value Chain, you know, fixing deliverables. We've talked kind of generally what it's all about. Now let's talk about What is always the first stumbling block, which is taking these great ideas that people have and turning them into actions, like actually figuring out how to turn this idea into reality. Yeah, we should have talked about this 10 years ago
1: because I've seen it so many times and I would wish everyone to have a couple of months of their life where they're a consultant and they watch other people do things when you're in the moment and you've got all your own stuff in your head and you're thinking about your job and your boss and your directs and all the other stuff, and you're in a meeting discussing what's gonna happen next. It's easy to miss this, but when you're an outsider watching,
0: you're like, wait, I can tell. Nothing is gonna happen here. They're not gonna do anything. People get on themselves because you explain stuff and you're like, oh, man, that's so obvious. You have the the privilege, right, to be that third party, to look as an uninterested observer and see what's happening, right, the meta process. Yeah, and it makes me seem smart
1: sometimes, but I'm not that smart. Anyone would draw many, if not most or all of the same conclusions I do had they had the opportunity to – help organizations to help individuals to help executives
0: yeah and folks see i mean he's he's on um, what he's 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 pretty smart no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah but I, I get your point right you know, yeah a smart person would, would would draw the same conclusion it's it's when you're a third party looking at it it's pretty obvious it is it, yeah i could do video and people are like oh look they missed there oh
1: there oh they did that thing with the, oh i know what's going to happen here yeah so and look we actually We'll come back to the idea of really getting better ideas at the table. That's actually step zero is getting to ideas. This is about going from ideas to actions. And the two things I would recommend people think about getting in the moment here are something comes up and you've got to figure out what to do about it. And there's a general discussion about what might we do? How could we approach this? Then the other thing would be, you know, you're actually brainstorming you know, you're starting something for the first time. And in both of those cases, I would say that most people I talk to really enjoy that. There is a small group that doesn't, but most people say, I love that. Let's talk about what we can do, what's possible. Let's look at the options and so on. But your organization doesn't pay anything for ideas. We spend so much time talking about great ideas and blah, 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 blah. And and don't get me wrong. Ideas are critical, but it's not ideas that matter. It's action that matters. Organizational ideas, ideas that you have within your organization that don't are not acted upon are worthless. And I've said it before, I'm sure on air, an idea is a dangerous thing if it's the only one you have, meaning creativity, having more ideas, thinking more broadly, thinking differently is is more effective in terms of helping you decide that the idea
0: you do, do choose to implement is, in fact, effective. Is there a pattern of kind of the, the generally the kind of mistakes people make when, when they're trying to turn ideas into actions?
1: Yeah, there are. And it's not hard. The first one is just not doing anything, doing nothing, right? You're thinking of ways to solve a problem, to reduce costs, to improve sales, to meet a deadline differently than before, to solve a UX issue, to update a project plan in light of something that happened, a resource that was supposed to be available that corporate took away, whatever. You've got some thoughts. Maybe you even write a few of them down. Maybe it's you yourself or maybe it's a group. I'm thinking specifically her of group and particularly a manager working with their team. But then, you don't do anything. No actions are created. You give yourself and others no
0: deliverables. And to be clear though, do you think the the, the manager in this case, she doesn't think of herself as doing nothing, right? I mean, the, what she did was come up with a great idea and everybody around the table is excited about that idea and in her head she's going like we're, we're so excited that something's going to get done right people know what they need to do the idea is pretty clear do you, yeah do you, I mean they don't think of themselves as doing nothing right oh no they absolutely
1: feel like they've made a major start and they've eliminated bad options and so on there's no no question and look it's okay to do nothing if you decide there are better ways to spend your limited time although I don't know that many times that I can think of as busy as everyone says they are that we sit around brainstorming ideas for a problem we've identified and they decide we're not going to do anything. We probably wouldn't have started, you know, so that's true. But you may also realize that none of the ideas get you where you need to go relative to what you're supposed to do. And it's also true that you get interrupted. I mean, you and I and uh, Wendy and uh, our IT Cinder, uh, Casey Cobb over at Ricochet were talking the other day about our Manager Tools Trinity Rollout application. It's very easy to realize that, you know, we're, we're doing an app and we're telling people, hey, we'll make the app interactive. We'll help you roll out one-on-ones, feedback, coaching, delegation, and so on. But we always have to have the the situation where somebody gets interrupted. They're working on the app and then next thing you know, they're interrupted and the app was thinking they were gonna do something. What how, What do we do with the app in an hour? People get distracted, people get interrupted. They had a good brainstorming session but nothing gets off the ground or they don't have enough time or whatever. The worst part of this is knowing you need to do something, having some workable solutions and then simply choosing not to do anything. And it, it, look, if you're in a meeting, if you're in a one-on-one and you're not discussing actions that need to be taken, or even worse saying, yeah, we're gonna do something. But again, like you said, you're just so vague. And I think you're right, Mike. I think a lot of managers think it's clear, see it obvious. You know, it's obvious to me. I I can see this. Okay, so then we're gonna do this or we're gonna do that, and we'll talk about that in a minute, about how bad we is. But yeah, stuff just doesn't get done. And as I said before, you really have to understand that when you have a chain from ideas to actions to to metrics to deliverables or results, the importance of the chain, yes, every link matters, but the links need to be interconnected for them to work. Four links unconnected on the ground is not a chain. And if you're good at ideas and you're good at actions, but you never connect them, and by the way, there's a lot of, lot of guidance out there about how to be more creative or how to be more efficient. But they don't connect the two, and I think this is a huge, there's just a gigantic, I mean, I hate to, it sounds funny, but it's a disconnect. Did you work hard on coming up with it? Yeah, I did, I totally okay. did.
0: I told you you smart folks.
1: <laughs> Early morning here at Pebble Beach during AT&T, Pebble Beach Pro-Am Week. Um, look, the other thing that's bad is not defining the deliverable. Okay. Doing nothing is certainly one thing and we all do it. We all get busy and it happens. But if you're in a meeting and you say, okay, Bob, you're going to work on this. And that's what you say. That's a quote. Okay, Bob, you've got that. Okay. Lucky you that you said Bob as opposed to we, but even if Bob says he will work on the thing, the lack of crispness in your link between the ideas and the action is really going to ruin your chance at results. Now, I say that from experience, like we were talking about earlier about watching people. I've seen it happen. I I mean, I go up to somebody afterwards and I say, do you really think Bob's going to do what you asked him to do? Oh, yeah, it's pretty clear. I said, so I go talk to Bob. "Mm, Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, Bob says he is because he knows I'm asking for his boss. And so a week later, I check. Yeah, it's not done. And the reason why is it's not clear and it's not
0: measurable. Right. There's no deliverable. There's There's no results. Working on something. Okay. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, and forget about meetings where there's a boss, like a staff meeting with a bunch of directs. Of the top five failures in meetings, and this is, and we address this in our effective meetings podcast. Um, this is one of the top five failures of meetings: the inability to be clear about moving from. We just talked about some things we could do. Now we actually have to decide what we actually are going to do and hold ourselves accountable for. Again, actions and metrics and. Nobody says, okay, you're going to do this and you're going to do this in this way by this date or this time. And look, if you try to encourage the work getting done, if you try to make it a priority, if you convey urgency, it's better than acting as if the the thing you're wanting done is not important, but you're probably going to make the same mistake communicating incoherently, unclearly, if you don't think about the specifics of ideas and actions and metrics and results. You know, if you say, oh, this is important, or this is critical, or this is urgent, or this is sensitive, then nothing is. And if you don't give specifics, if you don't know what specifics are required to turn thoughts, words, concepts, ideas, interesting ways of doing things into, actions that the organization can measure. And and the organization doesn't measure ideas. Most don't. I can't think of one that does. I guess, so, suppose some design firms probably count the number of brainstorming ideas they have, but they probably don't keep track of them. But look, if you don't have specifics, you don't know what you're assigning, you're basically creating that
0: weak link. Give me an example of things you hear that are absolutely unspecific, but sound really good coming from a manager's mouth sometimes. We've got a group of people. We've got a CEO
1: and his executive staff, her executive staff sitting in a meeting, and something comes up with resource constraint, and there are two deliverables that are due that both rely on the resource, and the resource can't be in two places at once. And so there was some discussion, and uh, both, both of the deliverables are important. And so the CEO says, Bob, this is a priority. Get on it ASAP. Now, by the way, there have been four or five ways to address it, but there hasn't been a clear decision maybe, or even if we agree that idea three is the best way to go about it, Bob, this is a priority, get on it ASAP, or Claire, we got to turn this around quickly, or Samuel, figure out how to make this happen, are all examples of half measures in the effective manager value chain. You will not get the kind of follow-up the kind of actions that deliver early and often when you talk this way. And I hate to spend so much time talking about how not to do it, but I'm trying to give people examples, Mike, of,
0: of what I see in meetings of people saying, okay, good. So we're going to do that. But I think that's useful because I think people understand, have those examples. When they see it, you know, the, the hairs on the back of their neck are going to raise, right? Oh, and yeah. these early warning systems are good. <laughs> are you hoping? Well, in fact, I will tell you that, yes. People's hairs in the
1: back of their neck raise, but not for the reason you're suggesting. Right now, the hair on people's neck raises when they think the discussion has come to a time where deliverables might be given out. Yeah, they and might get now in defensive mode. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can see it in body language. Everybody's talking. Everybody's exchanging ideas. There's a lot of eye contact. Heads are up looking around. Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's good. And then we say, okay. And then finally, some EVP or some frontline manager says, okay, fine. We're going to take option B and everybody heads goes out and you would hear them later. They'll say, oh, I was going to get ready to take notes because I know. No, you're not. Everybody all of a sudden looks down at once. No eye contact with the boss at that point. Yeah, it's like, oh, so you're good with ideas and not actions. Well, I encourage you to go around telling everybody in your professional life, I'm really good with ideas. I'm not really that good with actions
0: and see whether or not you can get hired. Let's talk about what makes actions really, really powerful, right? And and that's that's deliverables, right? Things you can see, feel, or touch. Yeah,
1: this is one of those probably – One of 10 ideas that i think is enormously important that nobody talks about but us and for the record guys if you think bob we need to get on this asap claire this is a priority samuel i know i can count on you to make this happen if you thought those were deliverables you're mistaken that is as far from a deliverable as you can be but you're also normal because there are plenty of managers and you may be one of them who say I don't want to micromanage my people. I you know, I don't want to do that. I you know, I trust them to do what they need to do. Look, we know you trust them. It's okay to trust, and it's okay to allow them some creativity. But remember the Russian proverb, trust, but verify. So I trust you, and we're gonna put in place some steps so that I can know that things are happening in the right direction. If trust is so all-powerful and important, and we would argue between any individual manager and any individual direct, it is very important. If that were the case, then there would be no project management software. There would be no reporting. We wouldn't do any of that. We just trust everybody to do everything, and we wouldn't review people. We wouldn't provide feedback. We wouldn't ask people to improve. Yeah, and that just doesn't make sense. It starts breaking down really quickly. Now, Look, I mentioned Bob and Claire and Samuel as the example. Assigning something to a specific person like them is better than talking about we. But only talking to a specific person without defining something more specific isn't effective. And we all do this all the time. The best way to turn ideas into actions in your organization is to create actionable, measurable deliverables. And we know that we're stealing the word deliverables from the software world years ago, and there are many other examples of this, but software is the most popular, the most easily recognizable, and understandable folks, but software was when we started delivering things, when we started providing value, not in the physical world, not in the physical sense, and one of the things that large organizations realized when software needed to be used was that the thing that you needed was not a thing, It was an idea that was put onto something you couldn't see or touch. And so, therefore, deliverables were a way that large organizations said, either to their internal development organizations or to external development organizations, we need something to prove that you did what we were going to pay you to do. Look, if I come to your factory and you're making boxes for me, I can see where you are in the box making process. I can't see that in software as easily. So... That's what deliverables were, is that the software people actually had to burn something. Well, I mean, heck, even at Manager Tools, Mike, we call certain show notes gold masters, right? We call right. certain, certain uh, PowerPoint presentations gold masters. Like this is the one true thing and you can't edit it without, without approval. I remember very clearly gold masters being a big deal. And you had to deliver it.
0: It actually had to be physically delivered to someone. Right, the software wasn't done until the gold master cd or whatever it was existed right that was the representation of the work being done until that you could have all the software in your configuration in your system you could have it on a hard drive somewhere but it did not exist until that gold master disc was there right exactly yeah
1: so again we want to turn your ideas into actions that will get you results which is what you're supposed to do as a manager so in the beginning when you're just starting out on a, going from any given idea into an action, you're going to have to define them yourself. You'll have to say, Bob, so you're going to get me a schedule of the prep planning committee by Tuesday. And those of you who have listened to our effective meetings cast and some of the others of our casts over the last 11 years, you'll you'll have heard us talk about deliverables in small bits and pieces. We never addressed it probably in this much detail. But that sounds very much like our effective meetings guidance where we talk about fixing deliverables at the end of each agenda item, otherwise things don't turn into effective behaviors. You could also say, Claire, you're gonna send me the rough draft, no more than 10 slides, it's fine if it's rough, by Friday noon.
0: The difference though is Claire's supposed to do a rough draft, but until you have a physical representation of that in your email or in your hands, it's not done. That's the point. Yeah. And it's actually more than that, dude. It's, it's,
1: you're right. And if you're not going to give them a deliverable, I want to see it by this time, the, the standard response is, oh, I trust my people. I don't want to micromanage them. Okay, fine. But if you don't have a deadline, you're probably going to forget to ask because we're all so busy. Or even if you do ask, What are you going to ask for? Can I see the slides? And if you've done that before, and you haven't set a deadline, and it hasn't been crystal clear what you wanted, you haven't defined it precisely, heck, precisely is too strong a word, you haven't defined it clearly, then what are you going to get? Oh, I'm still working on it. Well, okay, let me walk over and see it. Oh, well, you know, it's on my laptop, and laptop's at home. I mean, I got to tell you, even among people who think of themselves as honest, if there is not a clear deliverable, there's all kinds of wiggle room. Now, you might say, Well, she has a good reason. She's busy. She's this, this, that, and so on. But if she says, yeah, it's almost done, you should be able to go and
0: see it. And then she says, well, no, it's just a series of sketches. I'll type it up tonight. Right, but I'm 99% done. So I can say I'm done because, you know, it's like the software project that's 99% done for six months, right? Right, exactly. And look, we know one of the, the moment I say examples
1: like this, people say, oh, that's micromanaging. And look, guys, it's not micromanaging. I can assure you, take it from somebody who spends their life thinking about one thing, which is managing. It's not. What we're talking about doing is actually managing. The vast majority, I would say better than 95% of managers, believe that their level of oversight over directs and tasks and deadlines and results is appropriate. What you're doing in terms of your relationship and your managing of things. But what the majority of us do is really very much closer to gross under management. Spending time on relationships with your directs, knowing what they're working on, being able to know specific deliverables they're responsible for, creating and monitoring electronic reporting of status, taking notes, frequent feedback, even more frequent communications, following up on missed deadlines, setting new deadlines, regular reviews, discussions about careers, candid, accurate, unsurprising, helpful performance reviews, knowledgeable steel cage deathmatch meetings that stuff is modern management that's not over management that's the manager's job today this is your life is turning actions or ideas into actions and you're the one that's responsible for linking those things making the the links between the two things it's almost like you have two carabiners the little spring-loaded ones Mike that you can push together that's your job is to push them together. If you have ideas but not actions, you're worthless to the organization. And it's your job all the time to go, okay, what are we thinking? Okay, what are we doing? And how do I connect them? And that's why I often say management is boring because it does. it's not terribly sexy to see a manager in a meeting go, okay, based on this, it looks like there are three or four things we need to do. Samuel, will you please do this by this date and get back to me? Fine. And then you go to another meeting, you get used to that, you think that's normal, and then you go to another meeting and somebody says, okay, great, let's all get busy, there's a bunch of stuff we need to do. And you you have this moment of, oh my gosh, there's nothing that's gonna happen in this meeting. That other guy, Samuel's on the hook for it. So it is not micromanaging. Whatever you are doing now, there's a 95% chance that what you are doing is under-managing. And this activity of being crystal clear about things is absolutely
0: necessary and most managers don't do it we talked a little bit about deliverables but can we spend a few moments talking about what is a deliverable and what is not a yeah. deliverable because i think that i think that's that's critical that folks understand what a deliverable is yeah a deliverable is a task
1: assigned to somebody specific with a deadline which includes within it the reporting of the status of the task. Again, a deliverable is a task assigned to somebody specific. You could say a task with an owner with a deadline, which includes the reporting of the status of the task in the task itself.
0: Sounds very much like who does what by
1: when. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It is who does what by when and how I'm going to know it gets done. Who does what by when is the task and the how you're reporting on it is what makes it a deliverable, okay? A task is assigned to somebody specific. It's not – tasks just don't lay around on group desk and people go over and pick them up. Oh, this is now mine. In fact, quite frankly, the moment you put a bunch of tasks on the desk, everybody disappears.
0: Right. Just try writing all the tasks and put them in a, in a fruit bowl in the meeting and then to say, you know, just pick one, just just pick one. see see how many are left at the end of the meeting when everybody leaves. Yeah, what we're talking about is what makes something a deliverable.
1: And again, we're extending the original definition of deliverable, at least in modern history, from the software world to all tasks. And again, we want it to be delivered so we don't have to go find out the status. We actually don't have to have a little project software, status board on our intranet, if we assign reporting of tasks with the task itself. But what makes something a deliverable is it can be communicated, it can be transmitted, it can be given to, sent to a consumer, a user, an internal, an external, a customer, or in this case, you, the manager. So it's the difference between saying, will you please send me an email letting me know that's done, and saying, do that. Okay. If I say to you, hey, Mike, will you please update the slides for the presentation next week? Okay. And by the way, this could be appropriate. I say, okay, when do you think you can do it by? And some people would say, Mark, you keep assigning deadlines You know, as if you're in charge of deadlines. I said, well, no offense, I'm responsible for the deadlines, so I think I do get to assign them. But if you would like your directs to choose their own deadlines, I can be okay with that. As long as you understand, if they choose a deadline that isn't responsive... You must overrule them. Everybody doesn't get a say in everything. One direct doesn't get to pocket veto a product because he didn't want to meet the deliverable that was necessary for the customer to pay the bill. So if you'd rather, if I say, hey, Mike, we need the presentation. Please update the presentation. When can you do that? That's fine, okay? But if I only do that and he does the presentation and improves it and gets it done, but I don't know that it's done. Remember the rule. If you have done the work and nobody knows the work is done, the organization doesn't think that work is done. It is the reporting of work status that allows other people to leverage the work because the specialization of labor and organizations essentially requires us to break down tasks in ways that allows our specialties to come into to play. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, sociologists will tell you the greatest achievement of mankind is large organizations because it allows this very thing, specialization of labor. And it is the manager's job to connect it all together in a way that's useful, the activity of any individual with
0: the results required of the organization. Yeah, I can't tell you the number of times when I was waiting for something to be done so I could do my work, and finally, I track the person down and Hey, Susie, where, where's, where is it? Where's, the, where's that report that I needed to then turn into the PowerPoint? She says, oh, I did that four days ago.
1: Yeah. Oh, you just threw Susie Nicoletti out of the bus. That's so funny. Yeah, exactly. And there's waste in there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I would argue that the simple solution to that is you don't assign Susie the task of doing the PowerPoint, for instance, you assign Susie the task of sending you the PowerPoint. Right? There's an enormous difference.
0: Big difference. Thanks, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. This podcast was
1: produced by Manager Tools. Manager Tools creates actionable management guidance every single week. To receive additional materials via our newsletter and to find products for situations you may face as a manager or professional, go to www.manager-tools.com. Search for Manager Tools on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn.